Kingdom. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. Tonight marks our 100th episode. Ooh. Oh my gosh. So, so <laughs> exciting. We have got some fun treats for you guys tonight. First off, we're going to talk about Our Boy 17. They released an English single called Darling. We'll talk about that, the music video. Just Be has a comeback called Just Begun. Single music video, bias chat, our favorite topic. Yes. Then we have our 100th episode special segment. We'll get into some fun little treats. We're also going to do a throwback review of Our Loves BTS. We're going to review Too Cool for School, their very first debut album. Of course, we have a fun quiz. Emily has the news for you. Stray Kids, Two Kids Room. Stray Kids tickets go on sale. Oh, my gosh. Nerves are. Let the anxiety begin. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I cannot. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) As always, Emily has the news for your song of the week. So many fun things. There also might be a fun little... A little giveaway, but you have to listen. Emily, how are you? I am doing fabulous, Charity. 100 episodes. I can't believe we're here. For some reason, I keep thinking about that Shania Twain song that's like, looks like we made it. (laughs) I love that song. That's our theme song. Look how far we've come, my baby. Yeah. Said we wouldn't make it or something. There's something like that in the lyrics. That's, yeah, that's in my head right now. I, I cannot song. believe we're at a hundred episodes. If you told me, I know two years ago when we started this, I that know. we would record a hundred straight episodes, that it would have grown like it has. I don't know if I would have believed it, but I'm really happy to be here. I'm excited for this show. Like you mentioned in the intro, we have a lot of fun stuff planned. Welcome to our queendom. Welcome to our loyal listening community, Queendom, best listeners in all of K-pop, all of podcasts, not just K-pop podcasts. I challenge any other podcast. (laughs) You don't have the best listeners. We do. Our Queendom are the most loyal, cool, amazing people, and we're so happy to have you back. If this is your first time listening to the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast, you picked a good episode. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> episode 100 is going to be amazing. If you like what you hear, go ahead and follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, NYC K-Pop Queens. Slide into the DMs. Say hello. Tell us where you're listening from. We started this podcast 100 weeks ago uh, because we love talking about K-Pop. We love this world of K-pop and Charity and I didn't have anyone else around us to talk to. I think a lot of people looked down at that hobby, you know, like saying you're obsessed Mm -hmm. with K-pop, even just two years ago, wasn't cool. Now, at least if you talk about K-pop with someone, you hear like, oh, BTS, like people do Mm -hmm. recognize it more, which is great. But we created this to build a community for all of us who love K-pop. Maybe some fans that are a little bit older, you know, like to have a drink at the concert. That's our vibe. (laughs) So (laughs) welcome to our world. Welcome to the queendom. Thank you for tuning in. Speaking of the queendom, we've got to get to poll results, Charity. We've got to get to it tonight because we have such a busy show. Okay, We ask poll questions every week on Twitter, just a way to kind of take the temperature of our listeners, see what you guys vibe with, what you're into, 
And sometimes it settles debates because Charity and I don't always have the same opinion. It's what makes (laughs) this show work. We are complete opposites. So the first poll question we asked, last week we reviewed two solo albums. One of them was Suho from EXO, Gray Suit, and the other one was Onu from Shiny. His album was called Dice. They were very different, very different vibes, very Mm -hmm. different sound and feel. We both really enjoyed both of them, but we were wondering which album is more your vibe, Queendom? Charity, which one would you say before I share the results? Um, it honestly depends on my mood, if I'm being quite honest, because both of them, I feel like fit me depending on if I'm just wanting to have a chill Mm -hmm. night or if I'm ready to like get up and go out. So I don't know. I can't pick. I am both. I love Onu's dice, but I think I think gray suits more my mood. I think more of mm-hmm. like the a little bit I don't know rainy day is a little bit more mm-hmm. my mood yeah. sometimes. Yeah, because um, I would be like five days a week, and then dice would be like two days a week. Dice is like the fun weekend song. Yeah. So for that reason, yeah. I think I would choose gray suit. But I agree with you; it can go either way. Our queendom. chose Dice by Shiny's Onu. So we've got some fun, fun voters out there. 58% chose that. 42% vibe more with Suho Gray Suit. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, The next question is about BTS. BTS finished their Las Vegas residency. Congratulations to the seven men of BTS. Four sold out shows at Allegiant Stadium. Uh, They finished this weekend. And fans were nervous. Is this the last concert ever? Is this, Mm -hmm. are we getting, you know, a comeback announcement? What's going to happen? BTS didn't let us down at the end of the concert. A like 46 second clip appeared on screen and it showed all of their music videos from debut till now with kind of a hard, a different sound, a little old school sounding. And then all of a sudden on the screen, it said, we are bulletproof. Nam June read it. We are bulletproof. And the date came up, 6-10-2022. Get ready for June 10th. Get freaking ready. Mark it off your calendars. No work that day, people. New, new, new. (laughs) There's a couple comebacks that we get really excited about. Yeah, it's going to be special. So anyways, our next poll question is about that. We wanted to know your opinion. If you think the new BTS music will sound like old school BTS, you know, We Are Bulletproof really harkens back. We're going to do... An old Mm -hmm. school review this evening um, in the spirit of that, of that album. Um, Or do you guys think we're getting more English songs, more of this kind of newer sound? What do you think, Charity? Please, please, no. (laughs) I want, I want old school BTS. So does the Queendom. Um, I don't know if it's wishful thinking or what, but 79% think we're getting old school. I think we're getting old school. Based on Nam June. His comments during the press conference and during the concerts, I think he's had it with what they've done. You know, when you say we want to be more involved in songwriting like we used to, we want to get back to an older, an old sound. Like he's he's telling mm-hmm. us that they're going back to old BTS. And I hope they do. I hope they do. We'll get more into it when we do our old school review of BTS's debut album later in the show. But I don't know if I, I guess I did realize it, but it's so striking when you go back and watch who they Mm -hmm. were when they came out and compare that to today. 
the sound is yeah. so drastically different. Uh, yeah. Queendom, we're with you. Let's go back to that old school BTS. Fingers crossed. Dude, 10. Mm-hmm. Coachella. Coachella kicked off this past weekend. Huge weekend for K-pop at Coachella. So massive congratulations to Jackson Wang. He was a last second announcement. It was planned, but they didn't announce it. He was part of 88 Rising's show. He killed it. Killed it. He became the first Chinese solo singer to perform on the main stage at Coachella. Massive. Amazing. He's also the first like K-pop solo singer as well. Um, mm-hmm. And 21, the ladies of 21 came out. Yes. Um, CL was the kind of the headliner for 88 Rising set. She went on after Jackson Wang. She killed it. And she brings out her former group members, her bandmates, and they performed I Am The Best. They freaking killed it. I thought that was so cool. Iconic. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, 21. That was really, really badass. Really exciting for K-pop fans. So 21 became the second K-pop group. Interestingly, no boy groups have performed at Coachella. It's all girl groups. Hmm. The first group yeah. to perform at Coachella, K-pop group, was, of course, Blackpink. They killed it in 2019. Yeah. So 21 performed this weekend. ESPA was just announced. They're performing this upcoming weekend. There's a lot going on, K-pop at Coachella. But we were just wondering between 21 and Blackpink, which one was your favorite Coachella performance? They're both iconic. Um, Yeah. Charity, what would you say? I think probably 21 just because it's an older group and because it was such a surprise. Yeah. That to me is super exciting. And that song's so good. So Right? I, yeah, I right? with you. And the cool like mohawk, like come yeah, on. Yeah, the song's so Amazing. good. They came out and owned it. They did the choreography. They like, did. Yeah, it was really exciting. I'm kind of with you on it, just for that reason. I think it's it's the excitement of seeing Big Bang. Right, they're second generation leaders. Yeah. Twenty one were pioneers for K-pop girl groups. Uh, so I would go with Twenty One, but Blackpink mm-hmm. killed it. Like they they did wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, their Coachella side, I thought they were they were great. Uh, Queendom's with us tonight, Charity. 81% picked 21 over Blackpink. Yeah. So, yeah, that was iconic. Congratulations, 21. And Espa, they're performing on the main stage. This episode comes out on Friday. We're recording a little earlier this week, so more news will come out in between. But I'm guessing they're part of 88 Rising set. They're doing mm-hmm. four songs. Jackson's not doing it this weekend. He's back in Seoul. So I'm guessing they're going to plug them in there. It'll be interesting. We will be watching. Thank you all so much for voting. If you'd like to participate, give us a follow. NYC K-pop Queens on Twitter. Now it's time for some Queendom shoutouts. Our 100th episode. Queendom shoutouts tonight. You know, I always say Queendom shoutout to certain cities and countries. We like to share where our listeners come from and specifically just let you know we see you. Sometimes it's big cities. Sometimes it's little towns. But we just want to let you know, we see someone's listening from your location and we appreciate you. For the 100th episode, we're going to give a shout out to our top 10 cities and our top 10 countries. Are you ready, Charity? Exciting. Okay. Yes. Top 10 cities. The top 10 cities. This means the most listeners for our podcast come from these cities. So Queendom, shout out. Jakarta, Indonesia. Los Angeles, California, Sao Paulo, Brazil, New York, New York, of course, come on, Uh, the Bronx, New York, Boogie Down Bronx supports us, we love you, Chatillon, France, Queendom shout out to our friends in Toronto, Ontario, Columbus, Ohio, 
Houston, Texas, and Atlanta, Georgia. Those are our top 10 cities. Nice. Interesting, right? Yeah. Now let's move on to the top 10 countries. Our podcast has listeners in 169 countries. Insane. Yeah, it's overwhelming. These are our top 10 countries. United States, of course, shout out, <laughs> shout out to us. Um, France, <laughs> Germany, Queendom, shout out Brazil, United Kingdom, all of our friends in Mexico, the Philippines, Canada, Japan, and India. Those are the top 10 countries for the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. So thank you all so much for listening. If we didn't name your country, we love you too. <laughs> thank you for listening. Yes. Those are the MVPs of the podcast. Those are the countries and cities <laughs> that tune in the most, and we're very appreciative of you. So thank you so much. We're happy to be doing this for 100 episodes. Cheers to 100 more, Charity. Let's get it going. 17. The 13 members of Seventeen released a new English single called Darling. Seventeen debuted in 2015 on Pletus Entertainment. Pletus is now owned by Hybe, you know, BTS's company. They're kind of under that umbrella. The song is called Darling. It was written by Woozy, like a lot of the Seventeen songs, composed by mm -hmm. our, our man Woozy. Charity, what are your thoughts on Darling? I liked it. It's this acoustic pop sound, very, very sweet lyrics. I like the bridge, but at the end of the song, there's this rock guitar that comes in and I was hoping for it to kind of kick into something more and, and it just goes back to this like chill kind of acoustic sound again. So it like teased me a little bit. Like I was expecting this like big finish and it just kind of, oh, so that I was a little disappointed with that, but other than that, I liked it. That the ending just made me a little sad because I'm like, wait, you you build up this cool rock guitar sound and then it just stops. Yeah. But I mean, I liked it. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. I really, really like this song. It reminds me of like late '70s yacht rock, like Christopher Cross. Like it, it has mm -hmm. that. So yeah, like it, the bridge is not going to go there because it's like do 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 do. Yeah. It's just kind of this happy la 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 song. I will say Wan Wu's opening verse is so nice. His tone to me is the game changer for 17. I love it when he sings. I think he's such a talent mm -hmm. and it always stands out to me. So I really liked, you know, Vernon starts the song and then Wan Wu comes in and that opening verse is perfect. Great placement there. Um, good pronunciation. You know, this is their first English song. Mm -hmm. No one can touch the English King's Monstacks. Like, no one can touch them when it comes yeah. to English songs. But I think Seventeen did a really good job. Catchy melody in the chorus. It's a cute song. It's very cute. Mm -hmm. um, it's not my favorite, favorite Seventeen song, but I will say, like, I think it's good. I think the repetition in the chorus and the melody works. It stays in your head. Yeah. And that's the goal. I love it when Vernon says, kiss me, baby. It's so cute. Mm -hmm. Yes, duh. <laughs> Let's talk about the music video. Yeah. What did you think? It uh, took us on a bit what of a journey. Is going on? <laughs> I, I was don't know. Really, I was hoping Yeah, I was too, really like, I... <laughs> all right, we got a storyline here. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I just wasn't prepared for the storyline because the song is very cutesy. No. It's an English song. So I thought that they would give 
a video that was just like a little bit more whatever, not a storyline because their previous couple videos, we haven't had a hardcore storyline. Yeah. Right. Like ready to love, uh, rock with you. Mm-hmm. Those were just great videos for whatever reason on their first English song, they decided to do a really intense, um, storyline music video. I think this goes with a storyline that they've been telling for a long time. I'm a multi, but I'm not as familiar. So I was a little bit lost. Yeah. I was, I liked yeah. the kind of happy, bright, floral world. And mm-hmm. then they're transported to a darker time. Um, yeah. Vernon. Different dimensions. Yes. <laughs> so Vernon comes running in and explains something to the group. Hoshi like drops a vase. Um, there was just a lot going on. I loved the choreography. The one part reminded me of T by T's magic. There's a part where they like put mm-hmm. their hands in front of their body and kind of shake their hips. I love that because I love that in that magic video too. And it was very similar. It was cute. When Hoshi comes on, let me just tell you, I really love this man, you guys. <laughs> like he just makes me smile and he just has, I know he's my bias, so I'm biased, but he just has this like star quality when he's on camera. I feel like he brings a lot of life into the scenes. I love yeah. when he takes center. It's He has a great voice and he's such a performer. So that made me happy. Uh, the storyline was hard to follow, but they look great. Like, June, don't go to that portal. What are you doing? You guys are just in this, like, happy, bright world. And he's like, hmm, let me see what this is. Not smart. Fall down. Not smart. Just don't do it, guys. Is that Dino with the beautiful dance line in that one part? Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Was that beautiful? He's like, he's on that little stage and there's this part where he extends. It's just stunning. Um, So there was a lot of good stuff with the video it just you know it was a little bit confusing to follow the storyline on first watch what did you think you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping you feel me loading them up on it it only takes structure and and you know just paying attention to the climate of the game yeah i mean so do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying. Oh yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this shit. I got a lot. We play with this shit right now for for. I got a lot. Don't play with it. Take that shit seriously. Yeah, like you are starting off and it's like this, you know, very catchy melody and they're like very serene dancing in a wheat field and the pretty pastel muted colors. It's very spring like. And then boom, they're falling down into a different dimension and they look like they're all like beat up and have cuts on their faces. Yes. And I'm like, what just happened? Where did we go? I I don't know what happened. Um, But I was like, okay. Right. Right. Yeah, it's that's what I get for wanting more at the end. I got yeah, more charity. More. Yeah, you exactly. Get. You're like, where's this computer going? And they're like, it's going to another dimension. Right. It's a transporting sound. There you go. Sound. There you go. Not, it's not good enough. You want more? I'll give you more. Um, yeah, it was it was interesting. I just think that's maybe not the choice I would have made with my first English single. Yeah, yeah. executed perfectly no. with their first English single. Y'all know how much I love Monster X. We've talked about BTS. We've talked about a lot of groups, but I was thinking about it when I watched this video. Do you remember Highway to Heaven? 
Yes. That's all you have to do. Yes. Handsome men, yeah. white desert. t-shirts and jeans in the desert. Yeah. That was it. And that yep. video Having is a good perfect. time. Just, we don't have to overcomplicate it. We don't need a storyline. Like we really don't. I love the storylines of K-pop and I think that they take it to a different dimension. No, like, yeah, not to try to be funny, but we don't always need them. <laughs> I think sometimes less is more. Also, you got to ease the, the English audience exactly. in. Like not all exactly. of them are fully like immersed in the storylines and know that this is part totally. of K-pop. They're going to watch this and be like, what on earth? But maybe that's a good thing because maybe they'll be really True. intrigued and they'll start True. to Google. True. That can always help as well. Because that's you know? happened with a lot of yeah. groups yeah. when we first get into them. Like I remember yeah. the were like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is going on? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, but I think for a new K-pop yeah. fan, it would be a little bit like, oh, right. <laughs> like what? <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> let's stick a turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, but it, was, it was kind of weird from the beginning. I'm like, what is this like? greenery yeah. place like are they gnomes like living underground like it just was like a really it was different yeah. it was different um but i like the song did biases change for you did wreckers change no i still love mingo even though he didn't have a huge part um i still love him and yeah. you know still okay. my men what about you hoshi 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 yeah. and vernon like obsessed love yeah. them both so much also hoshi post amazing dances on um their instagram account and tiktok so mm-hmm. he like oh she's such a good dancer and when he's just wearing like a baseball cap and sweatpants oh, and doing his cute caps. little dance routines mm. yeah that's a look oh. emily that is a oh, look that's a look i like i'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> yep. gray sweatpants oh, baseball girl, cap. i'm on board stop doing cool dances like get out of here i can't like it frustrates me why am i not in korea right now (laughs) oh goodness one day charity one day Uh, one day (laughs) why don't we play a clip of the song so queendom can hear what we've been talking about this is darling by 17 if i know this i want to know a problem blood type or dna The song is so catchy. It's just really cute. I think it's really cute. Yeah. Um, I like it. I really like it. And I'm excited for their new album. You know that means yeah. the tour is coming. Their movie is this weekend. Actually, no. The podcast will already be out. I think it's Wednesday and Saturday. I will be seeing it on Saturday. But I'm really excited for 17. Uh, they have all the resources. You know, they have a lot of talent. A lot of resources. Twenty twenty two is gonna be a big year for these guys. So congratulations. I love you, Hoshi. But I also love Vernon because I found myself during the video when Vernon came in going <gasps> like <laughs> oh so my God. Oof. That kid. Wow. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Our next review <laughs> is a younger group. We're switching things up a little bit. 
We talked about them when they debuted last year. We're talking about Just Be, six members on Blue Dot Entertainment. They debuted in 2021. This is their first comeback. So it's a mini album. The single is called Reload. Let's talk about the song. What did you think? Yeah, what did you Um, think? I think it works. I don't – here's what I'll say. Like, is Reload reinventing the wheel now? But it has that hard edge that we liked from their debut. They Mm -hmm. kept that throughout this album as well. Um, I love the pre-chorus with Bane. I think he is a really talented vocalist, and my ear kind of perked up when he came in. When Lim Jimin comes in on the second verse, (gasps) he really brings a lot of energy with his rap. But my favorite part of the song, the whisper rap from D.Y., it was such a welcome Mm. change-up. I wasn't expecting it. Um, It made the song a little bit less formulaic, and I loved it. I thought Mm -hmm. it was really cool. I think this is a successful comeback single. What did you think? I really liked it. Like you said, not reinventing the wheel, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, I like the kind of distorted electric guitar. I thought the chorus was really catchy and they had like cool sounds layered mm-hmm. in it. And it was stuck in my head. It was such a good, like just a good K-pop yeah. song. Yeah. It's just good. So, so good. Yeah. Yeah. The production's really good. And we talked about that with their um, debut and that continued. Like the team behind them, I think is super talented. The songs are great. What about the music video? What did you think of that? Oh my goodness. They looked so hot and so cool. So in the music video, they're trying to steal something. Whatever they're stealing, I will help you. I'm in. (laughs) Charity to go to jail she's like sure I don't yeah I'm I'm going to jail it's fine it's totally fine yeah I'll hop on the back of the motorcycle it's totally fine (laughs) (laughs) I like the choreography I thought was very sexy and powerful and I could not keep my ass off Lim Jimin especially when he was center oh lord you love him that man I do he was just I was like oh my god like how could I forget how much I love you you're so striking and just stole attention commanded attention I should say yeah. So I liked it. What about you? Yeah. I mean, very similar. I, again, they're not reinventing the wheel. Young male K-pop yeah. groups love to do racing. Like they wear like love racing it. gear. Yeah. It's um. this one had motorcycles and four wheelers. I liked the mm-hmm. green lighting. I thought that was a nice touch. They looked cool. They have a really powerful energy. The, yeah. They have a really um, unique energy. And I think that goes with that kind mm-hmm. of sound that gritty guitar sound yeah it was cool I thought it was cool I thought that they did a good job this is a good comeback what about the album are there any songs that you liked other than generally I thought the album was really nice make it new so my standouts Mm -hmm. were like make it new don't go back and lights on so make it new it kind of has that like edgy rock sound in the verses but then I Mm -hmm. really appreciated the R&B switch in the pre-chorus I thought that was interesting Mm -hmm. I thought the production was really well done and a catchy chorus there's a part where they can they do these like yeahs it's really it's a fun song it's young it's cool don't go back I loved Mm -hmm. it gives me stray kids Mm -hmm. slump vibes alternative emotional Yes, this is this is my vibe. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And then I thought it was really smart to do lights on. You know, a lot of groups always end with like a, a kind of sappy ballad. Mm-hmm. This was edgy still. It's like they still have that edgy sound and performance style. 
but they can do those emotional connected ballads. It had guitar, yeah. so it's not like a piano ballad. I thought it was really pretty and showcased their versatility. What were your picks? Do we have any of the same ones? Yeah, we have two of the same, and then just our first one was different. Uh, Dash, mm-hmm. Don't Go Back, and Lights okay. On. Dash, I thought, was such a great way to yeah. open the album. It was like a great mix of rock and pop. thought it was really catchy. I love the chorus. Don't Go Back. It's more like a rock ballad during the verses, and then yeah. it goes into more of this pop rock in the chorus, which I thought was cool. And Lights On, just uh, I love a good ballad. And like you said, it's just shows their versatility of they can tap into the emotions. They can also give us this like cool rock sound. Just and overall, I thought it was a really good yeah. album. No, I agree. I think it's it's a good comeback. I like these mm-hmm. guys. I, root, I root for them. There's kind of a hunger there that you feel and see. I thought it was a good comeback. I like Just Be. Yeah, yeah. Biases. Did your bias? I think you're in love with Lim Jimin. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> like, right. It'd be so funny if you're like, my bias has changed. <laughs> no, no. I thought he looked so gorgeous. And he's, oh my God, whenever he raps, I just, oh, my heart. Um, he, he has such a good look. Like, I love his hair. Okay. Just, I don't, he's just so striking to me. I was like, how could I forget how much I love you? Um, and then, same okay. But no, Lim Jimin, that's my man. Sangwoo was in a lot of the music video. They're really leaning him yeah. into visual. Like you can just see it. Like bang, yeah. bang. He looked great. Um, but I noticed we got a lot of Sangwoo on our, on our screens. Not complaining. <laughs> he looks fantastic. What about you? Well, Lim Jimin's still my wrecker. Bias yeah. is DY. Like he was kind of wrecker last okay. time. But I was... I was like, Lim Jimin. Um, and then there was someone else <laughs> that I, I kept saying, DY might sneak in there. I like his personality the best. And I will say he completely stood out to me in the music video. And I loved his whisper rap. I thought it was so cool and mm, well done. Yeah. And I end again, when I watch interviews, his personality is my favorite. He's my man. So Lim Jimin, Wrecker, he's definitely a presence. But DY is my guy. He is. Like, we have to play a clip of this song. Okay. I love it. This is Reload by Just B. Such a catchy song. I really like it. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's good. This was a solid comeback. So they did their job. Good job. Congratulations, Just B. Time to move on because we have a packed show tonight, Charity. Our next segment is to celebrate our 100th episode. We're not going to do anything too elaborate or too long, but we want to talk about the podcast and just kind of go over some favorite things for the queendom. Mm -hmm. So first... I think we should talk about our favorite episodes, and we narrowed it down, top three episodes and why. Okay, Charity, let's go back and forth for this. So just talk about the episode, why okay. was your favorite? Um, we each picked three. We have 100 episodes, and we each picked three. <laughs> really hard to do. I have yeah. about 50 episodes probably that could have been here. <laughs> but what was your first episode? Uh, um, my first and probably my most favorite is episode five, Becoming Stays with Stray Kids. 
because that's when we can pinpoint our K-pop world changing forever. We discovered this new group who would become like our old group who we are definitely getting tickets for on Friday. But that to me is by far my favorite episode because of that. Okay. No joke. Uh, that's the first one I wrote down and the exact same notes. It's that moment where yeah, it's such a powerful moment to be introduced to Stray Kids. So for our fifth episode, mm-hmm. we uh, reviewed God's Menu and Go Live, Go Live. I still don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> I, know, but I remember right? it so clearly. I remember watching that video be like, holy crap. And I couldn't wait to talk to you about it. And <laughs> yeah. we both were so obsessed and just fell into this rabbit hole with this group that now has become, I think, our favorite group. Definitely mm-hmm. one of the, our favorites. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But yeah, it's that moment. It's that moment. Like, I rem- I will never forget the 2017 American Music yeah. Awards watching BTS. And then watch it. They did DNA. Yeah. And then I YouTubed and watched Mic Drop. And I just was like, wow, I'm obsessed with this. That was a life-changing moment. Episode five, Becoming Stays with Stray Kids, was a life-changing moment. Um, so mm-hmm. grateful that we decided to review that group that week because that has changed <laughs> everything. I, I, wow, now I'm wondering if we're going to have the same episodes. Okay. I, know. <laughs> that literally, I was like, well, the, my first episode is number five. Because, <laughs> uh, and, that's and that's so an funny. unpolished version of us. You know, we've done 100 episodes. We kind of have it down a little bit. Yeah. Those first few, we we didn't know what we were doing. We were we were yeah, trying, we didn't know. Uh, and that's one of the ones where, you know, you look back and we were we had only done four episodes before that. We were really excited and kind of young and hungry and ambitious, and you can hear it in our voices. So that's definitely yeah. one of my favorites. Okay, what is another one? Another one is episode fifty-two, our one-year celebration, because it was such a huge accomplishment. And it was so cool hearing the messages from yes. the kingdom. And who can forget the memorable best of quiz time mashup? I mean, that's, that's historic, Emily. Well, I didn't forget it. Um, I'm sure, sure none of the queendom did because, yeah, that was that was amazing. Uh, and that was just a fun episode. Like, it's yeah. just fun to kind of break away from the norm. We're such a well-oiled machine now. It's fun to do those segments. Um, yeah. It's a reminder to get more of that fun into the podcast when we can. <laughs> uh, okay. Mine's different. My next episode is episode 26 okay. because we did our ultimate K-pop fantasy groups that episode. Yes. So for those yes. of you who may not have listened, Charity and I <laughs> did a really long segment where we each handpicked, if we had to put together a K-pop group, who would be in our group? Who's your leader? Who's your mm-hmm. main vocalist? Who's your visual? We did the whole thing. It was amazing. I, I would like to almost do it again to see. I think there'd be some changes. For sure. But yeah. it was really fun. Like Bang Chan was my leader. Like Hyunjin wasn't in my group. I know. Yeah. Shocker. We were in denial still. Yeah, but Tay was in my group. Tay was in the group. <laughs> Taeyong, <laughs> Jungkook, Sugar. I, I was happy with yeah. it. But that was just a really fun episode. It was because it was so fun to think about. We're in control. Who do we pick to mm-hmm. be in our group? Yeah. That was episode 26. Okay, Charity, what is your last of your top three favorite episodes of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast? Mine uh, is episode 30, Stray Kids Clean Up at the NKQ Awards, because that was our first annual NKQ Awards. And it's so fun for us to give away awards to our favorite groups who very much deserve it. 
Um, we now have had two yes. annual yes. awards, but that was the first one. So it's my favorite. Okay. What's your, what's gonna, yours? I swear to all of you, Charity and I did not speak about any of this, <laughs> but it's so funny because we're complete opposites. Charity and I are, you could not find two people who are more opposite. You know, our personalities are different. Everything's different, but we're also best friends for a reason. Um, so mine, it's different, but it's along the same lines. I picked episode 83, the second annual Ed King Awards and best of 2021. And I picked that because it was our second year doing the NKQ Awards. It felt really yeah. fun. We kind of knew how we wanted to present those awards and how we wanted to go over it. For those of you listening who don't know, Charity and I just do our own award show on the on the podcast <laughs> where we give out who we think deserves all the end of year awards. It's fun for us. I don't know if the Queendom likes it. Yeah. But, and then on episode 83, we also kind of did a best of 2021. We did. So it was mm-hmm. a combined almost. We kind of did a best of the year where we got to talk about our favorite songs and albums. We got to give out yeah. awards. It was just a really fun episode. I think anytime that we can just relax, let loose and talk about our favorite K-pop stuff, those episodes. Yeah, I think so yeah. too. There's just joy in that. So, but it's yeah. really funny that ours were really similar. We had <laughs> yeah. one that was the same and then the other, uh, one in the middle that was a little bit different. And then the last one was almost the exact same again. So, so funny. Yeah. It's really yeah. funny. A hundred episodes <laughs> to choose from. And we both zeroed in on that. That's so interesting. If you have a favorite episode of the show, if there was something that you enjoyed, let us know. Let yeah. us know. But we just wanted to share ours with you. Now we're just going to kind of talk about really quickly, just rapid fire back and forth. We didn't want to make this segment too long, but we wanted to celebrate. 100 episodes is a big deal. And yeah, it's a big deal. It's kind of patting ourselves on the back and celebrating the accomplishment. <laughs> so we get to talk about K-pop, which we love. As of today, who are your top okay. five boy groups? Uh, Stray Kids, Monster X, BTS, NCT 127, and 80s. Okay. We have yeah, some uh, My top five boy groups <laughs> as of today, April 2022. Stray Kids, <laughs> Monster X, BTS, NCT 127, and Pentagon. Our last one is different. Okay. But, but yeah, yeah, so yeah. very similar. <laughs> very similar. Uh, it's always really easy for me to like start off the list. And then when I get to five, there's so many groups I, I know. love. But I was just really yeah. honest with myself and was like, who am I excited about? Who do I really vibe with? And I've just been in love and obsessed with Pentagon's music now for a while. So they've moved up. They've Fair moved enough. up. Yeah. Okay. Let's do our top five girl groups. <gasps> Do you want to okay. go first this time? I will go first. Okay. This is as of today. I know this could all change, but this is what I this is how I felt <laughs> when I wrote this down. Blackpink, Everglow, Espa, Ive, and Purple Kiss. Okay. Who are your top five girl groups? We have a couple of the same. Uh, Twice, Red Velvet, Everglow, Blackpink, and Idol. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I went with the youngins, and I think it's because maybe I've been listening mm-hmm. to them a lot. Uh, yeah, Red Velvet yeah. should be on my list. I love them, and I always get excited. But Purple Kiss, I've Espa, they're, they're so, so cool. Good. And yeah. They're just like they are it was the cool ones. Yeah, one the guys I know. Like yeah. these are my top four groups, no matter yeah. what. And then the girls, it's like 
can change on the yeah, day. Yeah, same. Me. I would say my girl <laughs> yeah. list is probably Blackpink and Everglow would probably never not be in my top five for girls. I love yeah. both those groups yeah. so much. Everyone else comes in and out. And I'm like, eh. Okay, yeah. next question. We've kept our concept the same for 100 episodes. We do reviews. We talk. Uh, we enjoy it. I, I think having the consistency makes it easier for us. But if mm-hmm. we were to all of a sudden get the opportunity to interview anyone we wanted in K-pop, anyone you wanted to interview, you only get to choose one person or one group. Who's your dream interview, Charity? Stray Kids. Same. I would do yeah. anything. Because they're just insane. Like, they're geniuses, especially Three Racha. Like, I yeah. want to sit down and talk to yeah. those three to get behind the genius of how they come up with all this stuff. It's, yeah. it's masterful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, and I just want to tell Chan, yeah. he is so much better than he thinks he is. I feel like he doesn't yeah. get how good and talented he is yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Straight kids are the dream. They're so unique. They're so exciting. Yeah. And they have really fun personalities. I also mm-hmm. would say, let's say straight kids say, sorry, ladies, we're booked. Um, I would kill to talk to Monsta X. I would kill to talk to Monsta X. <gasps> yes. I, I would yes. love to sit down with Jew Honey, honestly. Jew Honey and I am, I think, are so brilliant and interesting. Uh, I want to have a drink with them mm-hmm. and just talk all night oh, yeah. about music and about their process and also just their lives. Um, they're not even my biases. I just yeah. think they'd be a great interview. So, yeah, those, yeah. that's the dream. Um, I know you guys are listening. I'm sorry we haven't invited you on yet, but... Yeah, we're going to get to it. <laughs> Consider this an official invitation. We will move our schedules around. <laughs> Uh, to accommodate you <laughs> yes. on the podcast. So Stray Kids oh. and Monster X, if you would like to come on, we would, we'd be in person. thrilled to have you. We can yes. fly to Korea. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. We can live we, we can, can live with you if that's what it <laughs> takes. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> to really observe the <laughs> process. Oh, I, for, I forgot this obviously. is even for an interview. I just went to Fantasy World. I'm like, and then I'll come live with you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Oh, I swear normal. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a hard question, Charity. Out of all the mm-hmm. shows we've seen, what is your favorite K-pop concert and why? Okay. To me, this is actually pretty easy because I will never forget this. <gasps> Are we going to have the night. same one? Oh, my goodness. BTS World Tour, Love Yourself, Speak Yourself at MetLife Stadium. We saw that yeah, concert that was a special night. twice, but that specifically was a- MetLife. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There were a lot of happy tears yeah. for me that night. It really felt magic. Right. Was yours the same? No. Mine is the no? first okay. BTS show we saw at Prudential <gasps> Center. Yeah. It was just, it was so, so special. It meant so much to me at that time in my life. You know, everyone listening understands. Yeah. You find K-pop, you find BTS, you find these groups when you need it most. And there's something so powerful mm-hmm. with that connection. And I just, that was a game changer for me because I think I still, you don't know what it's going to be like. You don't know if they're going to be good. Are they lip syncing? Is it all Photoshop? What are they going to look like? And they come out on stage. They're better looking than anyone I've ever seen. They're not lip syncing. Mm -hmm. They're amazing vocalists. The dance moves are better than anything I've ever seen. I mean, it would just, it was probably the only time in my life a performer exceeded my expectations and it Mm changed, you know, changed my life. Changed my life. It just um, threw me deeper into the K-pop hole, and I'm so happy yeah. to have never come out of it, and I never will. Never. Never. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's finish our 100th show celebration. Goals for the next 100 shows charity. 
Um, being able to get to do some interviews, that would be really exciting. Um, getting to review more yeah. concerts, dying to do that. Yeah. Those two are huge for me. What about you? Um, keep consistent. You know, I think our lives are getting busier as things open back up, mm-hmm. new jobs, going into the office. There's a lot happening. I think I might have a big move coming this year. There's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff's <laughs> happening in our in our lives. I want to stay consistent with the podcast, make sure we continue to get great content out to our listeners, grow our listener base even more, connect with the queendom in real life. Let's get drinks. Let's go to concerts together. That's what I'm most excited about. We have friends. We've made genuine friends through this and we've been lucky enough to connect with them. It was hard not to pick the LA concert as my favorite K-pop concert. Mm -hmm. We had the most amazing experience. So we've had some amazing experiences with Queendom already, and we're just looking forward to more chances to meet all of you guys. I want to do that. And also, I want to commit to more special segments and fun surprises. Mm -hmm. More fun. More fun on the podcast. So that's the goal. This has been an amazing 100 weeks. And cheers to 100 more, friend. Cheers to 100 more. We got this. Cheers. Wish we had champagne. (laughs) Well, don't tempt me with a good time. I've got some in my fridge. (laughs) If I do that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, cheers. And cheers to all of you for listening. Cheers to our friends and family who uh, have had to accommodate what they thought was going to be a hobby. Maybe last like two months. No, no, no. It is our passion. We will never stop doing this podcast. Seriously, (laughs) I think everyone in our lives probably thought we would do this for a couple months. Like a lot of people say they're going to do podcasts. They do whatever. No, we've, we've both been, we don't do anything half-assed. No, if we're going to, if we're, if, if you're going to do it, do it right. (laughs) Like that's it. If you're going to do it, do it right. We're not going to do anything half-assed. We work our butts off to to bring you this content. Uh, (laughs) And I want to say congratulations to you and to us for that as well. Cause it's not always easy to, reschedule (laughs) we have had so many weeks where we have to reschedule we record at weird times on different days Mm -hmm. staying up editing and doing all of the behind the scenes to get the podcast out consistently sacrifices have been made and I'm really proud of us because the easiest thing is to quit the easiest thing is to say I don't feel like it or I'm busy I'm tired I'm sick showing up in life is 90% of what determines success and we've shown up so I think yeah. uh, the next hundred episodes is where big success finds us. Let's yes, let's put that in the universe. We're going to manifest it. Big things for the podcast. The next one hundred episodes. Congratulations, New York City K-pop queens. We did it, and we're excited Woo-hoo! for what's next. Thank you all for being part of this journey with us. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere because it's time for an old school review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't know where that well, came from. probably because of what we're reviewing. Because like. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a vibe. Okay. So we decided, uh, I guess it was last month, a full disclosure. I feel like the days are just blending into each other. I know. I don't even know know. what month it is. I guess it's April. Like last month was 2020. (laughs) I know. I know. That's why it's shocking. A hundred. A hundred weeks is a lot of weeks. I know. It feels like we've been doing this. If you told me it was a year, I'd believe it. A hundred. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. Two years. I'm like, whoa. That's time flies, time. you guys. Time flies when you're having fun. Uh, but we decided to do an old school review. So once a month, we pick an album that we haven't reviewed on the podcast. It can be a group we're not familiar with. It can be one of our favorite groups. 
but it has to be a release that we've never talked about and preferably one that's at least a few years old. So our first one in honor of their comeback after four years was Big Bang. Obviously, we loved it. We're obsessed. Big Bang. Big Bang. We both cannot stop doing that. Like every time yeah. we talk, I feel like we'd say that. <laughs> no, so we've no. had like the new catchphrase. No, it is. Uh, we should. Oh my god, we should yeah. make up like a toast to it. Okay, we're <gasps> we gonna work should. on that, guys. Um, okay, so okay. get ready, Queendom, because when we do meet for drinks before concerts, we're gonna have a fun little toast. this is what I think about (laughs) anyways uh, so this month because BTS just announced new music because it's called We Are Bulletproof we decided to take it all the way back we are reviewing BTS Too Cool for School the debut album wow first of all this came out in what 2013 yeah um, almost nine years I think it was like June of 2013 that's BTS's debut date Oh my goodness. Nine years. There's a lot to talk about here. There's a lot to talk about. So I want to try to review it like, you know, go in open mind without preconceived notions. And then we can talk about all of the things we already know about them. But the single (laughs) was No More Dream. Charity, what do you think of the song No More Dream? When they came out, they came out like K-hip-hop. This was not like K-pop to me. That intro was like this jazzy sounding. It's a bass. bass No, it's a bass. Yeah. Yeah, a bass. And then June is almost growling his lines, which I was drooling over. Sugar comes in with the famous line of, I want a big house, big car, big rings, which he, we all know, says again, and home and an interlude shadow. I forgot about JK rapping. Girl, like. I know. I I know that he does it. I know. I know. I know. I know. Like, it's it's insane. Right? There's so much to unpack here. So much. And I definitely feel like they had a chip on their shoulder and they had so much to prove. Okay, point taken. Okay. Yeah, it's a crazy debut song when you think about it. It goes so hard. So hard for a debut. There was nothing safe here. And I agree with you. They were K-hip-hop. This wasn't Mm K-pop. And even back then, with like shiny and second generation groups, this was very, very different. They came out really hard. Uh, That opening bass... It's like a 90s mm-hmm. track. It's really hard. And this is such a specific reference that no one will understand. But I have this vivid memory of watching a show when I was little called New York Undercover. It was about cops in New York. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay. I used to, I used okay, to watch obsessed. that. Yes. So at the beginning of every show, they would play like a hardcore rap song where they were showing a crime. And that's <laughs> yes. what this yes. song reminds me of. When it starts, I'm like, oh, someone's going to get robbed on the streets Good of show. New York. On New York Undercover. So that's like, I love that you know that show. Sometimes I think oh, like, yes. uh, did I make that up or does the show exist? Because everyone looks at me like, mm. I'm like, no, New York got a cover. No, I totally had a crush. I remember the guy's name, but I had a crush on one of them. I had a crush on one, big time crush. So anyways, yeah, I was trying to crush on one of the detectives. Um, anyways, that's what this song reminds me of. It starts so hard. And it really is a hip-hop song. There's not a lot of vocals. It's more of a hip-hop group. So much swag and confidence for a debut single. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, yeah, Jungkook, who I think is the best all-arounder in K-pop, objectively, mm-hmm. we've done enough reviews at this point. Jungkook is an ace. He's a wonderful performer. Yeah. He's the perfect center. He's a great dancer, perfect voice. I mean, he really is, like the whole package. He was a rapper when they debuted and he was a good rapper. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. thank goodness he stopped. 
he would be he would be like the best rapper in other K-pop groups. He was good. So it's yeah. interesting. But they were a hip hop group. And and I believed it. Like I watched it. I was like, these kids are going really hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think the hard vibe really fit a few of them. It felt natural. So it's interesting yeah. where they are now in comparison. We'll get to that. But I felt like I believed this for the most part. What about uh, the music video? I love how hard their image was. I will never get over I it. Know, right? They're like little gangster bad kids trashing a neighborhood, trashing a neighborhood. It is the polar opposite <laughs> of the BTS now. Polar opposite. They were bad boys. They were like legit bad boys, little gangsters with band with like bandanas <laughs> and the whole thing. I know. I thought it was fun to watch because I looked at it without knowing them, right? I went into it and thought, you don't know this group. Who do you pick just based on this? Who would my bias be? And it wouldn't be the same. You know, they were so young that I found myself mm-hmm. like, V has changed drastically. He was so young. Yeah. Um, he was still really handsome and cool. He's changed drastically. Jungkook looked so little and young. I mean, he's a kid. I know. Like, he's, I love yeah. Jung Jungkook, though. He's the coolest. Uh, but <laughs> I think my bias would have been different had I stand them. In 2013, uh, of course, it would have changed as things changed, but it was interesting to watch the video. What did you think? They looked very hard and intense and like they were serious business, which is so polar opposite to their image now that, you know, the graffiti everywhere, the break dancing, the cool bike tricks, all the like jewelry and... Yeah, um, and Nam June with the sunglasses—that's still still a thing. But, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, interesting. It was also interesting to hear how different. I feel like uh, Nam June sounds exactly the same. To I me. do like, too. He's I always too. has a sound. Sugar sounds the same. Who sounds a little different is Jin. Jin to me sounds his voice has gotten I think just deeper. Yeah, but um, yeah. If then I fe- I felt like when he sang it sounded a little mm-hmm. thinner than now he clearly is way better. Um, so that was interesting to be like, oh my god, Jin, you sound so different now yeah. in a good way. Well, I also think um, I think Suga sounds a little different. I think the first couple albums he had this like kind of vocal trick he did a lot, and you still hear it when he does that higher thing. Yeah, he does it. Sometimes. But he doesn't do yes, it as much. Yeah. He really did it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think in the music videos from this first album, he had a lot more playful, confident energy. He's mm-hmm. clearly taken a step back in the group and decided to be like the serious, cool guy at some point. But yeah. when they were younger, yeah. he was front and center, fun, playful really confident mm-hmm. and wanted to run things. You could just see that. So it's interesting. I, th- I also think, well, we can, t- we should talk about the whole album because I, th- that's a better way to yeah, kind of yeah. really gauge their voices. But that was a good comment about Jen. I, I agree with you. Let's talk about the album picks. <laughs> so let's talk about yeah. this album. Uh, what are the songs you liked from the I album? I mean, there's a lot of skits. So, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I, I like We Are Bulletproof Part 2. I like mm-hmm. Like um <laughs> yeah and then obviously yeah, no more two. dreams so let's talk about we are bulletproof yeah. part two really aggressive once again they they have a song called we are bulletproof mm-hmm. they used to say that bts stood for bulletproof boy scouts um that changed mm-hmm. <laughs> that changed yeah. then they started being like oh it's beyond the scene <laughs> i was like what 
Okay. Yeah. A lot of bullets, a lot of guns. I mean, in the chorus, they go click, click, <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. I am so here for this. I am so here for the bulletproof aggression of the album and of the <laughs> song. Like, this is my vibe. I love it. I love yeah. this song. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. Hard, intense, stern. June again with that growling rap. Like, oh my goodness. This, why are you making me swerve back? Stop it. All that, like, the cool sound effects that they had in it. The chorus yeah. I really liked. Just very... Again, so different than now, just very hard. It's a and completely aggressive. different group. It's a complete, and I understand yeah. like your sound changes, you evolve personality wise, but I've never seen a group change their identity as drastically. Looks I know. and sound I know. wise, drastically change. Yeah. Um, I can't think of one. And if you look, think about all the K pop groups we talk about, who they were when they debuted and who they are today, it, I would still go, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, maybe now they're doing slower, cooler, sexy stuff, or maybe now, but I wouldn't say this is a completely different group. When I watch no. the videos from BTS's debut year, this is a different group. They have changed mm-hmm. so much. Uh, let's talk about like, I think it's really sweet and cute. Yeah. JK to me here is showing he's an all rounder because he's rapping on the whole album. And then yeah. he's like, by the way, I'm the lead singer. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet pop song. The chorus is so catchy. And I love how JK sings Pretty Woman. It's so cute. I, my favorite part. Pretty Woman. You know what I think is interesting too? <laughs> they didn't know how to deal with Tay's tone in the early days. They really mm-hmm. didn't know how to deal with Tay for years. They would have him just do that growl thing. And it's like, no, this dude yeah. has one of the best voices. He has a really unique tone for K-pop utilize it it took them a while they kind of i feel like hid him a little bit and it's fine because like the concept was way more rap focused but Mm -hmm. it's interesting to listen to this debut album you don't hear a lot of tay no you don't you don't hear even like jimin no um a little here and there but it really was just rappers rappers. and jk Yeah. yeah 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 it's a it's a so different who do you think changed the most from then to now? Mm, um, I'd probably say Jin, just because his his tone changed and I feel like he got a lot more confidence. That to me is probably the biggest one I can see I think physically in. he looks similar though. He was always really handsome. Yeah, physically. Just, I guess I was more going on like how okay. he sounded. But physically, oh gosh. Hmm. Maybe Jimin. I feel like Jimin is, looks I a little different. I do too. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, I think Jimin's changed the most. Uh, I think Jin kind of looks the same. I think Nam June has the same vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's changed yeah. a lot, like voice or really looks wise. Uh, Jungkook, yeah, his, his vibe was always the same. Tay has changed drastically. Uh, he was a cute kid, and now he's like the world's most handsome man. So that's exciting <laughs> for him and for all of us. Uh, I thought J Hope too. <laughs> J-Hope in that first yeah. video, I probably would have chosen him as my bias. I loved his look um, in that video. Like there's something about the No More Dream video J-Hope that I'm like, yes, who is this guy? I'm kind of obsessed. <laughs> they were just such a different group. And I yeah. hope we can get back more to this or at least somewhere in the middle, at least like mic drop era. Let's at least go back. Let's oh, at least please. go back to like 2016 yes. or 2017. The best era. Like, there's a middle yeah. ground here for BTS where they can sing 
sweet, happy songs with pastels and be the, the boy next door. But there's also that you've got to keep that edge. Like when I was watching this video, yeah. I just kept thinking, if you told Suga that he was going to be doing permission to dance. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you would have yeah, been on board. It, it just feels like, <laughs> you know, the core of who they were the first couple releases has changed drastically. It'll be interesting to see the next chapters for BTS. I think they've gone on such mm-hmm. a roller coaster and they've done a lot of different styles. It'll be interesting to see what We Are Bulletproof is going to bring. I'm confident. I'm hoping that we're going to get back to the middle ground somewhere. I think that they, they've they done enough mm-hmm. English singles made for American radio. Let's let's get back to yep. more of this. Please. Also, please that music ahead. video is so funny. There's, I'm sorry. I have to say this. At the beginning, like Jin's driving a school bus. They're in, they're in a bus going to like destroy some suburban neighborhood or something um and they they run into a few cardboard boxes and they act like it's like a dramatic wreck like they wrecked into the boxes i know the yeah. sound effects like a, yeah a big school bus running into like little amazon boxes <laughs> like five of them isn't gonna cause a wreck but they were acting they were oh, giving funny. yeah they were. They were very it was debut. good actors. It was debut <laughs> from a small label. They didn't have the budget they have now. Yeah. I mean, it, it's amazing to think where they've where they started and where they are nine years later. Um, quite the journey. Yeah. Should we play a clip to remind people? Yes. This is the song that BTS debuted with off their debut album, Too Cool for School, No More Dream. Oh. goodness i would give anything to get back to this me too me too let's go back guys we're ready army's ready your loyal army have been ready Mm -hmm. we've smiled we've smiled too (laughs) look butter's a great song i'm gonna say that yeah butter's a great song everything else it's been a rough journey the past couple of years. Uh, so sure well, let's been. let's get back to this stuff. Let's get back to BTS. Forget yeah. the Grammys. Forget all the American songwriters. Get back to BTS. Back to BTS. Uh, yeah. I don't need one word in English. Like, do you not need it? None. Zero. That's not why I started liking them. Mm-mm. That's not why the fans will stick with them. Yep. Anyways, <laughs> that was fun though. Okay, we'll get our first. I know I, we can talk about this forever. <laughs> yeah. I I do find solace though that a lot of army feel the same way we do. When I talk to people, uh, yeah. I think a lot of us have the same same thoughts around yeah. BTS's choices and direction. And you know, it's exciting to be the biggest group in the world, but there's so many sacrifices that have been made to get them there. Mm-hmm. Now, now they can do whatever they want. So let's see what happens next. Yeah. It'll be an exciting time. That was an amazing debut album. Like if that came out today and we were and we were yeah. reviewing them, I would be so excited. It has that hardness. Like yeah. I remember when we reviewed P1 Harmony and uh, shout out to P1 Harmony. They just mm-hmm. celebrated their one year anniversary. It's already been a year. Crazy. But they go really hard. Like when P1 Harmony, mm-hmm. they go hard, hard. They're 
or not actually i don't think it was a one year i think it's like the fandoms one year it's there's something on fb1 harmony sorry guys uh but i was excited when i heard them and thought these kids go really hard there's an aggression and edge that's this debut bts's debut boy did they go hard and they were good rappers Mm -hmm. all right time to take the crown back guys uh (laughs) (laughs) we'll help you scale it girl okay let's move on to one of our favorite favorite segments Charity, you know what it is. The Queendom knows what it is. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. It's quiz, quiz time. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this week's quiz, we're talking about BTS. We're talking about Stray Kids tickets. So it's a, it's a quiz about all of this stuff. It's want to know where you'd sit at a BTS concert? Pack your bag and I'll tell you. So we're okay. going to find out, based on our choices, what we bring to a concert, where our seats are going to be. Okay. Yeah, I'm nervous for these straight kids tickets. You all are listening to this. The podcast comes out on Friday morning. Tickets go on sale at Friday at 3 p.m. We're sending you all good vibes. Thoughts and prayers. Seriously. Yeah. I, I think these are going to go really quickly. I don't think straight kids get how big they are. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> stress. The stress is real. We're ready, but we're not. It feels very nerve-wracking but we will try our best to get seats we've had really bad luck like the past year fighting 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 uh let's take those quiz if you'd like to play along with us a link to the quiz is in the description of the podcast you're listening to as well as a playlist that will include every song we talk about tonight so you don't have to go look up oh what's that song sound like we've got it there i don't know if we can include like new york undercover but whatever (laughs) yeah. <laughs> like episodes of New York Undercover yeah. in the description. <laughs> it's like, what you are know? they talking about? Okay, Charity, are you ready? Yes. All right. Question number one is pick a bag. So I'm going to describe them for you. The first one is a black backpack. The second one, it's a purse that is light pink with um, yellow and white kind of chevron pattern. The third is a simple white tote bag, like a canvas tote bag. The fourth option, it's a leather purse with four different color belts around it. The fifth option is a brown duffel bag. And the last option for the concert is nothing. Um, I think I'm going to go with the pink purse. And I will go with a black backpack. I carry a black Madewell backpack like every day. <laughs> it's my thing. Uh, pick an essential. Tissues, perfume, raincoat, water bottle, cleanser, or none? Nothing. I'm not carrying around anything I don't have to. I'm taking tissues. Nope. Multi-purpose. Okay, one, one more essential. <laughs> a phone, a wallet, binoculars, portable charger, a candy bar, or none? My phone. Yeah, same. Like, I'm going to have it on me. I'll just bring that. Yeah. What else is in your bag? A sign for your bias, your ticket, extra insoles to get taller, earplugs, extra batteries, or none? None. Extra batteries. I always have an extra charger with me. No. See, this is why we're opposites. You guys, I literally (laughs) will do anything I can to not even carry a purse. I put my ID, a card, and my keys in my wallet, or my keys. Uh, I, I literally carry with me. Debit card, ID, keys. That's it. Put it in your pocket. I, to anything I can squirrel away, I take no, with me. You don't need it. I hate <laughs> lugging anything. I'm like, get this off me. 
Okay. What would security confiscate during your bag control? I don't know what bag control is, but like during like where they check your bag at the concert, what would they take? Mm -hmm. Your camera, food, a pillow to sit on, perfume or deodorant, (laughs) a neon sign or something else. (laughs) Um, probably Who food. is bringing a neon sign to a concert? That person needs kicked out. That's obnoxious. No, but people try to. Um, I'm gonna say other or something else. I'm literally not bringing anything. Like I'm not bringing anything to this. No, you don't bring. Yeah. Lastly, pick a unit: magnate line, OT seven, rap line, vocal line, young line, or none. <laughs> I've been saying none the whole quiz. But I've got to switch it up. I'm picking the vocal line. I'm picking the rap line. Okay. Ooh, getting the seats that I want, Emily. The 200s to the 100s sections. That's good. You might see BTS without binoculars and have a good time. It's definitely worth your money. Also, there won't be annoying signs in front of my face because I'll be at an angle. (laughs) Well, have fun. Have fun. Where'd you get? Because I'm VIP ticket plus front row. It always helps to travel light charity. You get fun experiences. It says, I envy you and your bank account. You're one lucky person. Please be aware of BTS showering you with water, hip thrusting basically in your face, and seeing Ooh. them in HD. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be oh my God. I would, dream. A dream to have Bapsay. Yeah, yeah chair, front chair row and center. That. But you're going to be up there with your <laughs> tissues and everything else you packed. <laughs> I'm down in the front. I need the tissues I'm, to catch the, the drool. <laughs> um, okay, that's uh, hey, maybe that's a good sign for straight kids tickets. Yes. I don't yes. even need well no. Oh I was just gonna be like, I don't need front row because I never I like to be in the one hundreds. But like Hyunjin, mm, girl, my alt, like it would be good to be as close as possible to him. Oh my god. Whew. Yeah. Okay, let yeah. us know what you got. Are you joining me in VIP? Are you with charity in the one hundreds? Are you, are you in the nosebleeds? Let us know. I think it pays to travel light. Okay. Uh, clearly. Well, what's funny is though, I'm bad at packing. Like I always overpack clothes, but when I go out at night, when I go out, I like to not have stuff on me. Cause I hate when you're like out dancing or something yeah. and you have a purse and it's like, ugh. like, I just like to mm-hmm. be free. Anyways. <laughs> um, It is our 100th <laughs> episode as we shared earlier and we haven't done a giveaway for a while. So it's time for a mm-hmm. giveaway for our queendom. The prize Woo-hoo! this week, it's a Too Cool for School album. We just reviewed BTS. You're going to get your hands on a BTS album, their debut album, Too Cool for School. All you have to do, slide into our DMs on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. Type out BTS, my bias is. Okay, that, those are the instructions. BTS, my bias is. And then you tell us who your bias. So I would type in BTS, my bias is V, or my bias is Taeyeon. That's all you have to do. First person to do that in the United States will get BTS, too cool for school. Apologies to our amazing international queendom. One day we will figure out how to do international giveaways. But for right <laughs> now, it, this is for U.S. residents only. Good luck, friends. Good luck. I just brought up Hyunjin, so I think it's time to talk about him. (laughs) Stray Kids, Two Kids Room. We talk about this every week because we're obsessed with this reality show. The eight members of Stray Kids uh, go into a room two at a time, and they talk. They talk for 20 minutes. 
and we get to know their relationship with each other. The remaining six members sit in another room and kind of discuss their thoughts on the friendship of the two guys that are currently filming. It's interesting. It's endlessly fascinating. You really get a feel of who they are. Uh, this week was Hyunjin and Sugmin. Yeah, you got to tell me. This is your well, man. And I'm like really obsessed with Sugmin. Like, I love I know. him. He is really funny. They talked about that a lot. Sugmin is great. This was, I'm going to say it right now, this was my favorite episode so far. I think the most interesting thing is in all the ones we've watched with Hyunjin, the other members seem obsessed with him, right? Like Changbin, mm-hmm. Felix. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. I'm obsessed with him too. Like, I totally get it. But it's just everyone being obsessed with Hanjin. And he's like, yeah, I know. Um, with this one, Sugman's like, whatever. <laughs> and is, Hanjin's yeah. like obsessed with him. And it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. You can tell Hyunjin loves him. Like, he thinks he's so funny. Yeah. He, he genuinely gets a kick out of him. And it's fun to watch that reaction from Hyunjin. I don't know if I've seen that. And it was really mm-hmm. fun. They're the same age, which I think is cool. I liked when they were talking about, because they used to be roommates. They shared a room with your man, Lino. Mm-hmm. And I liked when they were talking yeah. about, like, living apart. Like, has it been hard? Some of the members get lonely. And Sigmund's like, no, I like having my own space. <laughs> And then I thought it was interesting when they talked about they roomed together for a month when they were in America. So I wonder if that was the last tour and Mm -hmm. they were really bad influence on each other. I was like, ooh, let's talk about that a little bit more. What does that entail? I know. What are you guys doing? I like it. I like bad influences. That's that's the guy I went around, (laughs) Hyunjin, uh, when I'm around. That's a good idea. Let's get that bad influence friend. Let's all go out and... Have fun. Uh, I No, I think they have a really cute friendship. The whole thing was great. I liked him when Hyunjin says he's alone when Three Racha works out because he lives with Three Racha now. The group, you know, separated. Yes. That was funny. <laughs> he's like, they all go work out and I'm alone. Sungman's a puppy. Like the whole thing. Yeah. And, and I love that they watched Nevertheless together and they were obsessed with it. I did watch that K-drama. I was not obsessed with it, but I will say it was definitely more mature. It was kind of about like college kids hooking up, which is very different for K-dramas. So it's interesting to me that they both loved that K-drama. There's some insight there that's cool. (laughs) And I liked it when they said that Hyunjin loves connecting with like emotional stories and songs. He's very empathetic. I was like, yes, we're going to get along so well when we fall in love. Yeah. I know. And I really liked Hyunjin's sweater. This episode was honestly my favorite. I like when Sungmin said that he uh, likes when Hyunjin is on stage because yes! he has an alter ego. I like that too. Yes. I was like, uh, we all know Emily. And Emily, you called it when it started because Sungmin yeah. mentioned that it was more yeah. recent. It wasn't like this, that he always no. has had this. And you called it yep. when he returned. The Dark Prince. They yeah. push into his limit, Charity. Yes, yes. And sometimes even the nicest person, something snaps inside of you. Has a, has a limit, yeah. And what happened with yeah. Hyunjin was so unjust. And the Dark Prince came yeah. back and it was... The Dark Prince claimed bias, though. Oh, That's no question. Oh, my God. I will never forget when yeah. Hyunjin came back. That Play With Fire <laughs> video? <laughs> that was another groundbreaking day in my life. I'm not joking. Like, I will never oh, forget no. that day. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Like, I watched that <laughs> 500 times. I, I was so obsessed with that video. I'm still obsessed with that video. But yeah, it's interesting. And then he said, like, you do this thing with your eye. Hyunjin also does that thing with his head mm-hmm. where he tilts his head to the side. You know he's about to F yeah. up the stage when he does that. 
when Hyunjin tilts yes. his head and makes yeah. that face like he's about to fight someone, oh, ho, 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 get ready. It's get on. Ready. Yeah, it was cute when they were kind of complimenting each other. I just got the feeling that they're genuine friends who like have so yeah. much fun together. And it's it's cool to see that. This was a different dynamic. I've never seen Hyunjin like that with the other mm-hmm. members. And I just think it's funny how he thinks Sungmin is so funny. He's like, you got so funny. Look at the way you're sitting. You're so funny. And so it's like, whatever. I'm not that funny. Oh, and I also goodness. liked that all the members said Hyunjin it loves to laugh. Like he'll laugh at anything. I'm like, oh, that's perfect for me. It is. There's just a lot of things. Best right? audience. Just a lot of good things here, Charity. None of things checking that bias box. <laughs> so anyways, this was a great episode. A 17 interview also came out today. It was called like Besties on Besties. You guys have to watch it. It's on YouTube. It's so funny. I was laughing out loud, which I I don't laugh out. Like I'm the opposite of Charity and Hyunjin. I'll just sit there and be like, yeah, mm, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I don't laugh that much. I don't know what's wrong with me. I appreciate it. Like I'll smile and chuckle, but I'm not one that like cracks up over everything. But I was laughing at this video. Yeah. There's one part where they say, who's the funniest? And they're all like, Sugman. And then he's, he like pauses and he goes, thank you, everyone. And Hyunjin laughs so hard. <laughs> and everyone just looks at him like, oh, my God. But he thinks he thinks <laughs> everything Sugman does is so funny. And I love watching it. It's yeah, cute. it's adorable. Therefore, I love Sugman because he makes Hyunjin happy. Which, you know, someone has to do it for now. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. keep it warm. Appreciate you. Um, <laughs> it was a great episode. They're all great. They're all just very different. The dynamic's very different, just like it is with mm-hmm. all of us. It's a different conversation when yeah. you sit down with a different person. So if you'd like to watch, these are free on YouTube. Stray Kids, Two Kids Room. I would highly recommend it if you're just getting into Stray Kids. It's a great way to pick your bias because you really get to know their personalities. Yeah. Yeah, that's or what I was going to Charity left her bias. There was a drastic bias change. I'm going to be honest, though. Like, I love your man. I love Lino. But I genuinely think my record yeah. is Ian and Sugman now. Like, I'm obsessed with both of them. Love it. Great. All right. Let's move on to K-pop love news. It. Lots happened this week. I'm going to do my best to fill you in. As we've mentioned multiple times, BTS comeback June 10th. We are bulletproof. Obviously, I cannot wait. I'm really excited about this. And they just announced that they're going to be at the Billboard Music Awards in May. So Ooh, I'm wondering exciting. if we're going to get like a single or something. That I would be cool. So. Like the new album's not yeah. till June, though. And they're not ones to usually release a song before the album. But who knows? Maybe it's time we mix it up. Um, so that's exciting. Yeah. Stray Kids tickets go on sale on Friday. Good luck to Stays. It's going to be a bloodbath. But it's also going to yeah. be legendary. This is, you know, career-defining moment for straight kids with Ordinary. And it's going to be a really exciting summer. So we're looking forward to that. Charity and I are going to do everything we can to make sure we get tickets. We'll fill you in next week on how it went. Uh, Jackson Wang, congratulations to him for playing Coachella. We talked about it earlier. 21 reunited at Coachella and Espa's playing this weekend. So the desert of California is getting a lot of K-pop. A little bit jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Jenny from Blackpink attended Coachella. And interestingly, she was checking out the weekend set. And there's pictures of her with the weekend. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, I do remember, yeah. And she's friends with the actress from Squid Game. And that actress was just in the weekend's music videos. So maybe that's the connection. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying anything, but I would ship them as a couple. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry to Dragon, but like they'd be a real power couple too. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. saying. Starship Entertainment has a new CEO. You better treat Monster X right. Yeah. Um, KBS producing director PD Lee Hoon Hee is the new Starship Entertainment CEO. He will join the current CEO, Lee Jin Sung, uh, in leading Starship Affairs. So good luck. We support you. But just know, don't. Watch you better not mess with Monster X. And if this Monster X tour gets canceled, I know you just started. It's not your fault. It's your fault. <laughs> so, <laughs> see you. Get ready. Uh, Heavy as the crown. You better not screw this up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I kind of just threaten people. Like I said, it, it's your fault. Uh, I love Don't it. screw this up. Uh, okay. Cardi B responded to a fan cam of Luna and said, I like it. She posted something and a Luna fan retweeted it and was like, Stan Luna, and just posted, you know, a Luna video from Queendom 2. And Cardi B responded under it. I like it. Oh Isn't God, that great? I, love it. I know. Shout out to Cardi B. Yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah funny. I love that. Um, congratulations to 2 p.m.'s Jen Ho. He became the first idol to win Best Actor at the Korea PD Awards. Red Sleeve, he was so good in it. He's such a wonderful actor. So I was really excited to see that. Congrats. BTS will not be participating in the new South Korean president's inauguration. I don't know if there were plans to or not, but they kind of officially said that they weren't doing that. Um, enlistment news will be coming at the end of the month. So we will keep you guys updated. Within the next couple of weeks, we will know what's happening with BTS enlistment. I'm going to place bets that they're not going. I hope not for them, for a tour itself. Yeah, I don't know. Us. I don't know if it's good for them if they don't go in the long term. I think yeah. there's a lot of implications around this. Either way, it's a difficult position to be in. I don't envy envy that. Uh, speaking of BTS, yeah. John Cook was in the studio with Jay Park earlier this week. Jay Park shared a couple pictures and he wrote the nicest message that he can see why everyone loves him. He's so humble, hardworking, and cool. It was really it was really awesome to see the picture. I was like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> I'm so used to Jay Park hanging out with cool, attractive guys in the studio. I feel like that's yeah. usually like his feed is him hanging out with awesome-looking yeah. people. So I'm like, wait, who is that? And then I saw the tattoos, and I'm like, oh, my God, Jungkook? Whoa. Imagine their collaboration. Oh, that would right? be good. Let's get that going. That's all I have for you this week. If I missed anything, apologies. K-pop moves fast. We try our best. It's that time, Charity. What's your song of the week? Okay. This is tough. There's some good stuff. But, you know, I'm going to go with BTS and I'm going to go with Like. Wow. Love that Throwback. song. Yeah. Throw, okay. throw it back. I'm, I'm going to stay current. I'm going with the guys of 17, darling. I think it's a great effort. Nice. Congratulations, 17. Uh, this weekend, the 17 movie Power of Love is in a theater near you. So if you have time, go check it out tomorrow. It's playing on Saturday. Next week, Monster X. We've got another Monster X comeback. Monster X never stops feeding us, but I shouldn't say that because enlistment's around the corner for them as well. So they're getting as much content out to Mom Baby as possible, and we will gladly take it. We will be back to talk about their album and a few other reviews. Hope you're all having a wonderful weekend. I hope you all got Stray Kids tickets and we'll see you at a concert soon. Thank you for being part of our 100 episodes. It's an accomplishment that we're both really proud of. And I don't think we would have done it had we not known people were listening every week and kind of vibed with what we were doing. 
that keeps us going. We know you're listening and we never want to let our queendom down. So thank you for giving us the motivation. Uh, and thank you for just being a part of this with us. We love K-pop. We love talking about it. And we're going to keep talking about it as long as you'll have us. So love you, mm-hmm. queendom. Thank you for being part of this. Shout out to you, Charity. 100 episodes. Shout out to you. We did it. Yes. Partnering Always. Crimes. Always. Till mm-hmm. death. <laughs> Ride Always. or dies. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. I hope you have a great weekend. Happy to hear Charity's voice is almost back. <laughs> Yay, almost. We're getting, there. We're getting there. It sounds a lot better this week. <laughs> Thank you for all the well wishes you guys sent last week. Love you guys. Love you guys. Get those Stray Kids tickets. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.